this is Pondering Bhutan with Ajishiro Taro and Hajime Tsuboy. I'm Connor, and I am here with my co-host, Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. This is a lighthearted and uproarious comedy podcast that's dedicated to Eiji Nonaka's manga series, Hermione High School. And today, we are continuing our read-through of Volume 3 with Chapter 62, Visitor. Yeah, Which, and last time I said we were going to read two chapters, and I, I, I'm sorry, dear listener, um, I lied to you. And then you compounded that error with the error that you made immediately before the start of this recording. Yeah. Hey, why don't you go ahead and just tell them all about that as well? Oh, I, we always just do, I'm like, three, two, one, and then we're supposed to hit record, and then I also start the timer at that exact moment. Um, and I, and I, I had my finger hovering over the start and I, it just slipped and hit it while I was doing the countdown. So we had to do the countdown again. It, it was you made very it sound jarring. like it was like a, yeah, it was, it was a little jarring, but you made it sound like it was like a much bigger thing. Yeah. Well, there was also yeah. the other big thing that the other big mistake you made that we're not, we don't have to talk about that one because that, that would be truly embarrassing. Yeah. So, uh, uh, long chapter for today. Yeah. What did you, uh, what did you think of this one? Um, I, this was, this was a good one for it to like go back to that. Let's use all eight pages for, for one chapter. Um, cause then you just really draw out like, who is this guy before you get to the punchline? You have a little more like build up of the mystery yeah. of who, who he is. Yeah. Um and it and also allows space for most of it to like come across far more just like straight uh delinquent manga mm-hmm. thing, you know? Um there I don't even remember if if this episode comes up in the manga. I'm going to I'm going to say the name of it and those who have watched the anime know what I'm talking about. There's like a little bit of a uh um gorilla sushi energy to this oh. where you just come in on like yeah. uh there's like an actual like kind of serious story happening here. Um, it's like fully inhabiting the genre. Yes. Yeah. Um you just like enter into it into the in this case, the chapter, but Gorilla yeah. Sushi, you just like start at the fish market and it's just like fully yeah. like a sushi, you know, drama. Yeah. Slice um, of life. And so this, like, there's a lot of this where the humor is the, it just keeps going and being serious. Like, that's part of what is funny until you get to the punchline. Um, and then also just like the, the drawing out of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like most of the humor comes from just like kind of doing that more straight parody where it's like the, you know, how intense these kinds of stories can be. Um, but like, or don't you ever wonder why you are born? That's like a thing that could be in one of these. You right. know? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little bit campy, but it's in the it's in the version of camp that is like to be expected here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and it, uh, as well as, uh, I I don't know what what page I'm on at this point, but when he's like, 
Oh, it's it's early in the chapter when he's like, oh, it's easy to just roll over when someone like powerful comes along. You'll live longer that way. But that ain't that ain't living. That's somebody letting you live. Yeah. Uh, all of those lines like. As you're saying, uh, would be <laughs> uh, would be right at home, probably in a yeah. uh, a more straightforward uh, in. In Yonky fact, situation. this is like this chapter up until the, the joke reveal at the end is um, less extreme or like uh, campy, just going over the top as like, like Asianonica, uh in in karate high school is specifically like copying a, a style for like characters in art and. Um, from the artist who did Crying Freeman, which is, like, uh, extremely over-the-top, melodramatic, uh, like, story about a man who is brainwashed by the triad to be the perfect assassin, and, um, when he, he's, like, fully operating in the assassin brainwashed mode, but whenever he kills someone, then he's so overwhelmed with the emotion of, like, what he's doing that he starts crying, and so he's crying Freeman, because every time he kills, he, like, cries for his freedom. Um, and it's just, like... It's hilarious. <laughs> it like the, the 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 it's it is self-serious for the most part yeah. um i really enjoy crying freeman and i think it's like extreme high camp but there's also a way in which like it's maintaining that as like the the thing that it's doing and it's like doing it in this serious way it's not cracking jokes about what it is right it it's grounded is this, in the like yeah serious like empathetic tone yeah, but that premise is so much more ridiculous than just like there's this badass, you know, Yonki who's new like, kid. <laughs> yeah, new kid who's like, you know, I used to live like you, but like, you know, now I, I, blah blah blah. Give no, it all I'm, the, like, I'm not really afraid hard. of death. Yeah, I'm, I'm no free. longer afraid of death, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of like not living life to its fullest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then you just get the the panel before the final reveal where he sees his refle- reflection out of the corner of his eye. Fantastic panel. Um, it really is. And really I, good. I love the way in that mode that you're uh, that you're describing. As is well, as I have found with uh, Cromarty High School, a lot of the time when it's doing. So sometimes it's just, you know, fully like doing punchlines or like deconstructing something. Um, but a lot of the time when it's doing this like uh, genre parody, uh, especially in like an extended way, there's more going on. Like there's substance within the parody um, that's maybe you're not looking for it because you're just like, attuned to like the tone of Krohai and you're expecting the like the twist or the inversion that's going to reveal the parody and like it'd be the punchline uh um, yeah but this chapter is actually a good chapter in spite of how small it is uh yeah i mean it's only eight pages uh but within those eight pages you have like i mean you have the motif of identity 
with like, uh, you know, don't you ever wonder why you were born? Uh, like I'm a changed man. You guys are looking at the new me, uh, like all of this stuff about like, you know, valuing your life, but also your life being like constituted in this like self-assertion and whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm putting it in high, like highfalutin terms now, cause I'm trying to describe the pull together the thematic yeah. content. But I mean, this, that's actually happening, uh, within the story. And that kind of makes sense. Like you have like the seed of an actual like Yankee manga with themes and stuff. Uh, just here in like a, uh, this like very micro form. Um, so there's actually like <laughs> substance within this parody. It's like so fully inhabiting the parody that it's like a f- fleshing it out, you know? Uh, yeah. and then that like all comes in on the punchline where it's like, we have the dramatic scene. So the mystery has like peaked because he's come in and like made it. I'm not going to name the character yet, <clears throat> but the new guy, this character, he like comes in and like makes the scene and inspires everybody um, with his like, you know, his like violence, but, and his like uh, lack of, uh, you know, his intrepid nature and all, all that. And then he leaves and everyone's like, who's the guy? Who is this guy? It cuts back to him, like walking home alone. And so you have like this shift from like the crowded space. Everyone's confused, but it's all of the, like the rabble, uh, you know, the other students and then yeah. like cut to the mysterious man, like alone walking, uh, close up on his eyes, uh, with like, you know, shadow across his face, the speech bubble with just like uh, ellipses. Uh, so it's further like suspending the, um, you know, the like absence of identification or uh, it's kind of like reinforcing the mystery. And then the like the panel of him that uh, that you, you already pointed out uh, him in the mirror like seeing himself in his own peripheral vision and having like a shock, a moment of shock that we don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, all of this is so great. Uh, and then it just like cuts back and you get the full punchline of like, it's mass Takanuchi. Uh, and he thought he had the mask on the whole time. Yeah. And so like, you know, that's why they don't, <laughs> they don't know who he is. <laughs> that's also why he is like super confident uh and like saying all this shit um because he thinks he's wearing the mask and then like you know it's all come crashing down uh he's just like at his desk with his head in his hands um yeah this i the the like writing of this was really good and I love the empty mask, like in the final panel, the empty mask yeah. just like hanging on the wall. Yeah. Um, with like, you know, it's clearly on like some sort of hook or, or nail or something. Um, and so there's like a sag to it as well, you know? Yeah. And also um, like, whose house is this? Yeah. 
Is this... <laughs> does, does he live in Takanochi's house? Do his parents not... Do his parents think that's Takanochi? <laughs> what did they think when not Mass Takanochi <laughs> came home? Boy, I just waltzes in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the other thing where... I'm going to assume that that aspect of the joke is also intentional. Um, where it's just like, oh yeah, he's back at home. That's perfectly normal. And they're like, wait, what the hell? What? Why does... Where's... Like, whose house is this? Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing about this chapter... I don't know if you feel the same way, but... The art in this chapter was kind of like fucked up in in a way that I like and is like it yeah. is kind of amusing to me. Um I mean one like I feel like it not that that So first uh, first thing I'll say. Yeah. Sec uh th- third panel so first page second row. Uh sorry I really don't have anything on me. What your first year shirt ain't been giving us much respect lately, so on. The guy in the middle looks so much like a fucking cat. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. He looks yeah, exactly yeah, he like does. a cat. He and does. It's, it's do, you, like, do you know? Do you know this theory? The, the the theory. Yeah, this is somewhat unrelated, but um, uh, it's so it's somewhat unrelated to a guy in a manga looking a lot like a cat. It, it is related because so it's really somewhat unrelated so, to this very let me specific. see if I can find images of this um somebody has a theory that like anime characters and specifically like cute anime girls but like anime characters broadly uh if you if you use a cat face, as the like basis for like drawing like where's the mouth the nose the eyes all of that like the basic shape of the the head uh-huh. you actually like that is like closer to what the anime anime faces that like anime faces especially like you know cute anime girls are actually cat faces and not based on human faces they're closer to a cat face than a human face yeah okay We'll have to test um, but it's this just fu- it's it's just especially funny having it applied to uh like an anime bastard like this you know <laughs> you know like anime bastard yeah yeah but also yeah. a cat boy yeah so um, yeah anyway I interrupted your get, train of okay. thought for that but okay here here this is I think the original tweet I'm gonna I'm gonna copy this uh hopefully it will work for you I'll send it to you. Um, it also includes profile with the way that like the nose and mouth is often drawn, um, and comparing that to a cat. Um, but yeah. And then there's, there's various other images. Um, anyway, mm, okay. I, I just thought of this cause it was especially funny with, uh, <laughs> this anime bastard cat boy. <laughs> Uh, sorry to derail us. <laughs> no, this is great. I don't... I'll have to... Uh, exa- okay, so... There's only, like, two examples. Two or three examples cited here, so... Yeah. I'm not... 
entirely also, convinced yet. Also, if you scroll down, there are people being like also aliens. So I mean, it's kind of just uh, how we how we recognize faces. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, uh, if you scroll down far enough, somebody did say anime Freddie Ma- Mercury cat tongue. The theory checks out, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it is just Freddie Mercury. Uh, Freddie from from the Grow Eye anime, uh, licking a, a lollipop. Um, yeah. Well, um, seems to be it does seem to be pretty sound. Of <laughs> looking at the, uh, <laughs> it's the funny how you Freddy, can just Freddie like, licking a lollipop. <laughs> well, it's funny how you can do like, uh. I guess this is kind of like the Kuleshov effect or whatever, where it's like you take two images that yeah. are reasonably like in outline similar uh, or like, you know, depicting a central figure that has this like reasonably similar outline. And then you yeah. just like have one image in between that's like just like it obviously blending the two. To create yeah. like a gradient, and then all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, yeah, it's the same image. Yeah. Like I'm totally convinced now. Like I, I think you could have done the same. This could just as easily be like a, a dog or a yeah. ferret or, so, or like a, a, you know, a wallaby or something. You just need the second image in between the two, and it, uh, it totally, to the eye, it like totally makes sense. Yeah. I'm more persuaded when it's only two images. Yeah, the the <laughs> biggest thing is that and this is really common and I think like especially I feel like more modern anime, but especially the the way that like the nose is drawn and like curving out from the face and then it's kind of just like a straight line down to the chin with like you know the little like bumps for the lips mm-hmm. but like that's like very often how like the mouth and nose is drawn which is to give that like effect of like the upturned nose which is like you know also considered a cute feature um but then seeing that with like here's a cat snout that's the thing that like um you just like look at pictures of anime girls and you're like they, this is kind of just at the very least like there is sort of a snout that happens you know mm-hmm. uh in a way that's like not true to the way that a human nose like moves off of the face as something separate from like yeah, you like know the, the wine. nose and mouth doesn't like protrude yeah. out yeah yeah because um yeah i mean especially the first the two the profile of the anime girl and the cat um, yeah where there's just like no recession like below the nose yeah the nose is just like completely flush with like all the way down. Um, yeah, I mean that that part is cat like, but it's also just sort of vaguely cute animal like. Yeah, right. Like there's probably several animals that <laughs> any snout bearing animal, I think, has that uh, physiology. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. So that was, we had gotten uh, sidetracked from, you were agreeing with me that the art is fucked up in an amusing way. Yeah. Well, and so one of it is that, like, 
I, one, I feel like there's a, a increased intensity of backgrounds in a way that reminds me more of the anime than backgrounds have been so far. Like, backgrounds in general will have a lot of, like, the, the cross-hatching or whatever, mm, you yeah. know? Um, there's occasionally been ones, but it's just all over this, where you get more of this that I think might be, like, you know, to reference what we've been talking about on, on Nana, uh, the Nana podcast for uh ghost divers um we just it we, we renamed like, ghost divers nana yeah um <laughs> but it does have almost like a use some sort of effect in photoshop to get like a weird marbling texture or something um but then it like creates this like weird swirling background um but like i feel like that gets employed just way more here like it's happened sometimes but it's just everywhere uh but i also feel like there's like extra intensity um and like like he uh he's like trying to to step up his like drawing faces especially for maskless yeah unmasked takanochi yeah takanochi yeah, <laughs> yeah, um like that final page uh or you know penultimate page before you turn the, to the final page um especially like the bottom half like the the close up on the eyes and then like him in the, the his reflection uh is just like a a level of i feel like craft that he doesn't always employ yeah you know yeah. um often he he's willing to go a little bit more cartoony for you know the joke or whatever um or more of the intensity is like by doing a bunch of like shadowing on the face or something, which you're getting here in that like close up of the eyes, but you're also getting this like, uh, like there's just something extra pleasing about like the way that the eyes are drawn or like the, the line around the highlight on the mm, cheek. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it just feels like some of the art is hitting, uh, in a way that's like, you know, turning it up a little bit more and then, also, just letting it, as you said, get a little bit more fucked up, too. Yeah. Uh, that's really, really nice. Yeah, because there's um, a couple, like, there are a couple, like, more detailed drawings of uh, Unmasked Takanuchi, like the ones you highlighted yeah. specifically. And then there's some where, like, his face is just, like, very noticeably like asymmetrical uh yeah. so like page two bottom middle panel where it's just like what is happening yeah like he looks like scary <laughs> very frightening <laughs> uh with like the huge mane of greased back like yeah i mean it's like a foot and a half of hair that's just like yeah. completely like greased back like all the way down to like like to his upper back uh and you can just like feel the grease too like you know there's so much grease and then his face is like his face and his expressions are just like they're off you know they're off kilter uh yeah a lot of times in a way that is just like within a manga of a a lot of characters looking almost exactly the same and that like being the joke this guy like 
some simultaneously looking the same as all those other characters, but like also being very obviously noticeably like different uh, is, is a very odd experience. Yeah. Uh, and it, it runs throughout. So, I mean, you've got, let's see, page two, three, four, five. Um, the bottom row of page five as well has more of this. Um, where his face is just like in some weird, some weird shapes. Yeah. Uh, and on that w- page, I also like this guy with the like goatee or like the chin beard. Yeah. 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 Um, what, like, who is this guy? <laughs> he, he extremely reminds me of, uh, like he looks like a guy who would show up in an ATG film, like in like, um, I think in Funeral Parade of Roses, there's a guy who looks like this. Um, maybe also in like a, a Terry Shuji film or something, mm-hmm. like uh, Throw Away Your Books. Um, there's a there's like a quality to him where he looks like, like it, it makes this feel like I'm reading an older manga. His design yeah. specifically. Yeah, absolutely. This guy could be like this is the face of like a samurai in some, you know, classic. Yeah, uh, like more serious manga. Yeah, and they just put glasses on him to try and make him look like, uh, you know, it's this is the seventies, and we're trying to make him look cool. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know why the glasses are there, but like, it it's just such an effect. Yeah, it's like completely yeah. sets the sky apart. There's like, who is this guy? But then he just comes in, and he's only like. There's just different, like, well, you've got the, the cat boy, and we've got this guy, and then we've got <laughs> Unmasked Takenochi. There's just a lot of, like, different looking characters, and I feel yeah. like... Did did you, and I think this is part of the, the humor as well, did you feel, like, a, a certain relief when you got to Hayashida? A little bit, but hi, look at Hayashida, like... I know, but, but still, Hayashida's like... face is fucked up. Like, okay... There's like a whole cast of new side, like background characters, not even like side characters, but background characters that feel like they are introduced in this chapter. And then you finally get to Hayashida and you're like, I guess I am in fact reading a Kermitary High School. Like- yeah, there, there is, there is some comfort there for sure. But it's also just like the page where Hayashida comes in, you know, he comes in on the bottom row mm-hmm. and then the left panel of the bottom row, like. What is with it? What is happening? (laughs) It's like he took... uh, It's like he intentionally... Like, drew more poorly. (laughs) Uh, And that is, like, creating a really positive effect for me. Uh, Where it's, like, Um. (laughs) the, the extreme contrasts now that are happening. Like, they're introduced where, like... Some characters are just like drawn like shit (laughs) and you just have like incredibly evocative, like drawings of, uh, some of the other characters, especially, uh, unmasked Takanuchi. Uh, it's, it's too, it's too funny to me. Um, Hayashida always kind of has this with like the intense furrowed eyebrow that's like sort of a unibrow in how furrowed I don't think I don't know if there's actually hair there but like his it's everything is like furrowed and 
in together so much that it's there's got, like, still like three a line. furrows in there. Yeah. And 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 this is like this happens with Hayashida sometimes. But then also like the way that uh very often uh Eiji Nonoka will will draw the like the the creases like that are like sort of going from your nose to like the corner of your mouth. Oh yeah. Uh just yeah. fully connects them <laughs> so that you get like this like uh sort of like twisted curled up smile almost. It kind of uh, looks like a cat nose. Yeah, that's what I'm st- so that's what I'm getting to, which is that <laughs> he looks extremely animalistic in <laughs> specifically like these two panels. <laughs> Like he looks he like really a like does. he looks like a cat or like uh some sort of like dog. an eagle or something. Yeah, kind of <laughs> somehow looks like a cat and an eagle. Yeah, like uh, equally. It's just a really intense effect. Yeah, um, we could just go through. <laughs> we could just go through this chapter and just start like pointing out. I mean, look at this guy at the top left here, the left of the in the top left panel. Like, we could just go through and look at yeah. these faces, and then... Yeah. He's, like, mouth askew in shock. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, flying off his face. That's how in shock <laughs> yeah. he is. And then, like, set in, like, opposition to the giant, like, unmasked Takanochi head, like, immediately in the panel to the right. And his face just being this, like, statuesque, like massive it's like 10 times the size on the page uh but they're like you know facing each other at a similar angle uh yeah that's uh yeah yeah it's just the art is just like funny in this yeah i'm glad we were able like i'm (laughs) glad that i've been able to like the two of us have been able to articulate a little bit about why um but it's like he just started being like you know I'm going to just draw some funny guys. Yeah. And it, it worked. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we're reading chapters uh, 63 and 64. Uh, it is two chapters this time uh, from volume three. You can find the full schedule at exportaudio slash put schedule. If you have questions for us, please send them to pod at gmail.com. We would love some emails. Uh, you can get early access to episodes of this podcast and many others becoming a $1 patron of the network at exportaudio.io. And we listen a week before the public feeds or for $5, you get exclusive bonus episodes of a variety of podcasts on the network, but especially coffee and comic books, a podcast where they actually talk about the comics most of the time uh they are charging ahead with hunter hunter so um those that seems like a fun series um if you like this podcast please tell a friend they can find the free feed at exportaudio slash puton or by searching pondering puton on their uh, podcast app of choice if you like listening to us talk we do a lot more of that over at ghost divers which you can find at exportaudio slash ghost divers we're searching for ghost divers on your podcast podcast app of choice we are currently doing nana as we mentioned previously um especially look forward to like the next one that's coming out. Cause I thought that was a really good episode. Uh, you can find the show at Ponder Putan on Twitter, just at Putan on ghost. You can find me at Fox Omnia on Twitter, ghost and blue sky. We can check my pin tweet or pin shows, but not my pin tweet because those don't exist yet to find the links to all of my podcasts. Where can we find you, Connor? You can find me, uh, at Rebele or on Twitter and co-host. And our opening theme is Ninganante by Yoshio Takaro. And taking us up today is the visitor by prism. Class dismissed.